0: you are listening to bright and bubbly with tori and elizabeth yay you're back um i for one am really excited for the next two episodes to come out uh, just because elizabeth and i she actually was like, Tori, I'm reading this book and I think this one chapter is really going to hit home with you and hit home with our listeners. So we are going to talk about a chapter in this book that is called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality um, by Peter Scorsese. Sk- Sk-
1: Sk- I can't say the word. Uh, I can't. Because it's.
0: Peter S. is the author. We are going to butcher his last name, so it's just Peter S., but that is the book we are going to be referring to, Um, so I am just so stoked to talk about this because I, in the chapter, was already doing what we're going to discuss before I really, like, knew the term for it, so... Let's just get into it. Yeah. So, this book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality,
1: was a book on my list for an internship that I'm doing right now. And I have been told to read this book or recommended how's that many times over. I would say I probably have at least six to seven people that I can like just say their names right now that have told me, you need to read this book. And then it really came down to my internship where it was the motivation. And I read it in like three weeks and just got over it and like everything. And I love it. It is one of those books where you will have to pick it up more than once in your lifetime because if you just read it and don't do anything, it's meaningless. It's a book that like you actually have to do some hard work from and Mm -hmm. with right after reading it. Uh, Highly recommend it straight up. So um, there is a chapter in the book that talks about this thing called office hour. Tori, have you ever
0: heard that term before? I only heard about it once and it was at a small group, but it was one of those things where I heard it said, oh, that's a really good idea. Never did it. And then months later I was doing it. And then when you gave me the book to read, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing an office hour. Yeah. Um, But yours isn't, you
1: weren't calling it that.
0: Yeah, no, I was not calling it that. I was calling it my gratitude moments. (gasps) Ooh, explain. So I, when I was still working, now I'm on summer, woohoo, every hour on the hour, I set an alarm to go off. And so like at 10 o'clock, it would go off and I would, I labeled it gratitude moment. So wherever I was in the building, walking, whatever, I would have to stop and have A gratitude moment. I would have to be grateful for something, which would center me back to um, just being positive. Sometimes in any people's lines of work, you can get stuck in like the mundane, like, oh my gosh, I'm so over this. And so I was realizing that and I was like, I want to change it, but how can I change it? So I made those gratitude moments. So whenever that alarm would go off, I would have to stop and say, you know what? I have legs that I can walk Every day. Thank you, Lord, that I have legs that I can walk. And some days it was simple. Like my hot coffee that I was able to drink hot and I didn't have to reheat it five times. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Wow. You know what? That, that's a really cool thing, though, because I have this uh, notebook that I've been doing or journal where I'm like thankful for a whole bunch of things. I just hit a thousand. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. So I just hit a thousand on that. And, um. I tried to make it so that every time it would be something completely different that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. And so you saying the whole thing about like drinking hot tea or hot coffee instead of cold, that is a very good one because it literally... Put you in a place of gratefulness no yep. matter what the situation is. And I know that that's why you started it was because yes. your days were really hard and long and you were looking for something to get you out of that hardship in that moment, mm-hmm. which is great. Um So let's dive into this book yes. and what the office hour is. So Tori technically has been doing a very um, – uh, Still structured version, but, yes. you know, a little bit more away from the actual focus of the office hour. But mm-hmm. it's really cool. Uh, office hour is not created by Peter S. or even by anyone right now. It has been something that has been structured and been along for years and years and years. Because it comes really more from um, monks, actually. Oh. And it comes from that um, place of, like dedication and focus on the lord
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um more monastery and things like that background it's really cool yeah so uh, i'm gonna butcher if i try to say anything more <laughs> so i'm not <laughs> read the book or or look into it because it's really cool yes and the office hour you know it actually has a purpose he says it in the book uh and i know that tori you have some quotes that mm-hmm. you really really like so i'm gonna fi- find it here it is okay The root of the daily office is not so much to turn to God or to get something, but to be with someone. The word office comes from the Latin word opus or work. So for the early church, the daily office was always the work of God. And so this daily office, it's not an hour. It's not a specific time per se. But it's a time of focusing on God. And then there's a better definition that Tori really liked.
0: Yes. The purpose of the daily office is to remember God and commune with him all through our days. And I wrote in there my sticky note. I'm like, that's it. Because the way this chapter opens up is about um, a blizzard. And let me just find it. Because it has to go with the book, it's um, the book is called A Hidden Wholeness by Parker Palmer, and so he's talking about these blizzards, like whiteout blizzards, and people that live in those areas have to literally tie a rope from their house to the barn or wherever, so that in that blizzard they can get back to their home, and it's kind of like an office hour, and what you for that. Because sometimes in life, there's these white-out blizzards and we can't see, we don't know. And without a rope, without an anchor, which is Christ, we get lost, we get frozen, we we lose our way. And so that office hour comes in so that you can take however long you need to to get back to that rope and start walking back to where you need to be. Um, and so I just, I love that. I'm like, yes, you know, we lose I lose my way so often. It's so easy to just flip around and like, ah. So I loved that visual of being like, okay, I have my rope. And that office hour is that rope. Yeah. It was for me at work. Yeah. Every time that alarm went off, I was like, okay, you're back. You have that rope. Remember. Yeah. Even in
1: the blizzard. Yes. You're not lost. It's not hopeless. You can keep on taking your steps forward And I love that visual. He opens up the chapter that way, and it's beautiful. And from there, you kind of just start to see the reasoning and the importance of this office hour. Mm -hmm. Now, before I ever read this book, as I already mentioned, I've been told about it many times. I heard about office hour from my sister, Emily. Emily has an alarm on her phone at 445, and it says office hour. And she started it over two years ago. Because she read this book. (laughs) And she had told me, hey, Elizabeth, you would really benefit from reading this book. But didn't really tell me all the other things inside of it. And so she started doing office hour. And I was very curious. And there was a day where I was like, hey, what is that? She goes, it's my time to, like, recenter and just talk to the Lord. And I would see her. She would, like, stop what she was doing sit on the floor and, like, close her eyes and get really quiet. And sometimes I think she took five minutes. Sometimes it was one minute. I don't know. She still does it, And... I just saw that for literally years now mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's such a cool thing. But I didn't know the reasoning behind it. I didn't know the the purpose that would also help me be a rope in yeah. my blizzard. So I, she didn't let me catch the vision per se. So now I've caught the vision and now I have my own office hour and I have it set on my phone for one nice. 45. That was a good time for me. Mm-hmm. Now, We're going to start talking about times where Tori did hers in the day, every hour, and I only did mine one time in the day. But in the book, he actually explains what people do and the purpose behind each amount. Um, Most uh, monasteries and stuff like that, if they do something like this still, it's about seven times in the day, or it's like early in the morning, or it's different things like that where it's recentering. Mm -hmm. But a most common one is actually like three times a day, one time a day. The purpose... It's already been said. It's getting with someone, that God that loves you and is there walking right beside you already and spending the time with him. And then in the book, there's four elements of this office hour Mm -hmm. to give us a structure on how to do it and what that looks like.
0: Yeah. So the four elements are stopping, centering, silence, and scripture. Mm-hmm. So the first one, stopping is kind of a given. You just stop. Yeah. That's it. It's it's that deep breath. You know, yeah. a
1: couple podcasts ago, I did the whole thing about the letter that we wrote to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in there, I told myself to breathe. That was before I even read this book. But I was like, just breathe. Because when you breathe, you stop. Mm-hmm. So maybe in your office hour, you focus in on deep breathing. Yeah. And when you deep breathe in and out, what does that do? It makes you refocus and pause. So that could be a part of your office hour. Right. It's part of mine.
0: <laughs> yes, I stop. The second one is centering. Um. So it's kind of like the office hour. You're centering yourself back to the Lord. Yeah. And your your focus on that.
1: Yeah. It's it's getting rid of like the distractions. Um, and there's ways to do it, like being attentive in that moment, being still, sitting straight up. you know like yes. there's ways to just not only just stop with like emotion, but get to the place where then once you're sitting, once you're taking those deep breaths, then you can also work on stopping the thoughts from going everywhere else. Yes. So centering so then you can do the next two stop. The next two elements.
0: The next one is silence. Um, I feel like that's also a, like another like given you're just silent because you hear from the Lord when you stop and actually like listen. And that is really hard. I mean, the first one to say like, it's really hard to quiet my thoughts or let's say you're doing this whenever and it may be busy around you. And so it's kind of hard. Um, but yeah, getting your thoughts, yourself silent to hear from the Lord.
1: Yeah. And it's super important that you're not listening to music in that time. You're not talking to anyone around you per se. Just giving us a chance. To just sit in, and for me, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm so comforted when I do it. So it's it's so interesting how that works. Yeah. But I really, really appreciate that silence part of just taking the moment, especially when like. You and I are around kids all that time, Tori, and we're around people. And so it's like just to be able to shut it off for a second and go, that's right. Like, I don't have to be stuck in all the chaos or even the relaxation. Sometimes we relax and we don't have a purpose in our relaxing, Mm -hmm. but we could still have a purpose now in relaxing with the Lord. Yes. I love that. And then there's one more element
0: which is scripture. Woo. <laughs> uh yes, which we should have. Yes. So I think yeah.
1: that's the one I struggle with the most.
0: Yes, that is that is by far the one that I struggle with. I wrote it down. Like I struggle with like the scripture part. Stopping is easy for me, but tying it back to scripture I'm like, "Ooh, I need to work on that one."
1: Yeah. Well, and I think also for you, your purpose was the gratitude thing. Mhm. And so now that that you're read all this about the office hour. Now you can catch that that there's mm-hmm. more to it and that you can go deeper. Yes. And for me sometimes what it is is I'll go, Okay, but what do I read? Yeah. Like, okay, so this is different than my Devos. This is different than like what do I do? And it's really cool because in the book he actually suggests what some people do. Um some people read psalms.
0: Oh yeah. Or
1: they'll um like in here he goes, um I often conclude each daily office by slowly and thoughtfully praying the Lord's prayer. I like that. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And like different things like that when it comes to just what to read because if you're thinking about it, it's all about the Lord in you. Yes. In the in that moment. And truly it doesn't have to be a long time.
0: No, I'm even thinking back to the scripture. Uh my one of my goals for this year Um, with you know the word of the year and things like that each month I want to memorize scripture so adding that fourth element in with scripture I could just look over that verse of the month for myself and just like memorize that and that
1: would automatically get it back into you and be something that you're focusing Mm -hmm. on again that day yep do you know how much freedom there is in that Mm -hmm. That is not like being overwhelmed then at all in any shape or form. It's just like, this is something you already, for you, you've already established that. Yeah. Or even if someone wants to now put in scripture memorization as a part of their life, look what they can do now as if they have this standard in their life in this way, this is another thing that they're already recentering with the Lord and coming back. Like,
0: I love that. Yeah. I also liked in the book that he was talking about how so often, or why office hours are important, is because I do devotions in the morning. So I wake up, I have my quiet time with the Lord, and then my feet hit the ground. I work out, I shower, I have breakfast, I go to work, and it's like sometimes I leave God in my room, and then I come back at night and look at my side table, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's my Bible, there's my prayer journal. Oh, what did I do? Mm-hmm. oh Jesus I left you this morning oopsies so I love that this again like we've been saying p- brings it back and like for me I did it every hour on the hour I still probably am gonna do something like that yeah. Um. just because when days get crazy I don't, just don't know for me I like to have those moments where I'm like Girl, get back to the Lord because sometimes my flesh, my flesh wants to come out. Yeah. So having those timely reminders <laughs> to stop, center, silence, and scripture um, is definitely something that is needed.
1: Yeah, and as you were speaking, what came to my mind was like, look at the opportunity also of now you can listen. I feel like something I hear time and time again is that we easily speak to the Lord, but we don't always listen. Mm -hmm. I know I don't. That's not my first thing. My first thing is like, Lord, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. Help me. And then like not actually waiting for the response from him saying, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to help you or whatever it is that he's going to say that day. And I like that when you said like, Ah, for for me, I'm just going, Lord, I need you to be talking to me in my day all the time, and sometimes I don't allow it. So now I can. I think I'm going to do more than one hour. I mean, that one hour, more than one office hour. Yeah, like that's what I meant. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that. Hmm. That's cool. Cause I mean, another thing for me, like Tori is I feel like I do sometimes. I'll leave him in my room and go like, okay, I'm going places until it's like. I'm stuck in traffic. Then I'm like, Lord, I'm trying not to stress out. Right, I need you to get me to this place, you know? Yes. Like, it's that type of thing. Or like you run into a friend and they like tell you something. And you're like, I need to pray for them. Lord, heal them or help them here. But right. But never asking to like
0: actually listen
1: to what he has to say about things.
0: hmm Which I, I love. That's just kind of the whole point of the office hours. And you, I think you had... Or talked about this point, like you don't have to name it office hours. I no. named mine my gratitude moments. There's yes. there's multiple things, and try things that work for you. If you know you're a busy mom on the go, you may it yeah. may look like your office hour, your whatever moment may look a little different.
1: Yeah, you could call it pause and pray, or pause like, and pray. Yes, because you could have a whole list of what you actually call it. I just. For me, like, when I read this book and I knew that Tori was doing her gratitude moments, I felt like this was something that we could really share.
0: Yes. And really just
1: talk about because it's a, it's a discipline that I had not had in my life. And it's a discipline I think that if I had would be helping me so much more. Like... Yeah. I, where would I actually be if I knew and would continue to hold on to that rope in my blizzard time and time again and knew the security of, mm-hmm. the security of it? And so I think it's like, yes, we get to know, introduce this to other people. Yeah. And if you read the book, you read the book. But if not, you already got some of the foundation and structure of an office hour. And let the Lord lead you. I think he really would love to spend some more time with you. So. Open up to him. Allow this discipline to come into your life because it will change you.
0: For sure. Definitely changed me and my outlook at my job, so <laughs>
1: Yeah. It helps me with mine. Yeah. Because like 145 is the middle of my day. It's great. It's one of the best things now. Like I look forward to it. Actually my alarm went off like as shut off. Like it was not coming for like uh-huh. a day or two. And I was like, something's missing. Like, What's what? missing? And it was that my alarm had just gone off and wasn't on anymore mm-hmm. which was weird so how long do you pause for oh i think the shortest is a minute oh okay the most i've done is probably five cool because i like get distracted by five yeah I'm, like i get ready for the next thing by then right so mm-hmm. but yeah well hey you know this is bright and bubbly so hopefully this was something bright and bubbly for you yes it's been fun for me to do tori has it mm-hmm. been slightly fun for you as yeah well? Um, and we're just going to leave that as our brain and bubbly because works. truly this office hour is changing us for the better. It's an encouraging thing and it's a fun thing when you actually get to spend more time with Jesus.
0: Yes. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody, try office hours. Have a great summer day.